0: Hey, before we get started, this episode was also recorded as a video, which is available on YouTube via the description of this podcast episode. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Welcome to another edition of 10 Minutes with I am here with Kate, as you can see. And our guest comes to us. He's the host of the bottom line podcast. Please welcome Kevin Kollaire.
1: Hi, how you doing? Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here. Um glad, thank you for, for joining us early. Uh, we were, you know, we were scheduled for a little bit later. So this this works out great. So, first question we ask everybody: why did you start a podcast?
1: Um, well, honestly it's kind of it's kind of shallow but really i just had i needed a, a hobby so it started as a hobby and uh you know a lot of people at like some of my like jobs have always been like oh you know do you do radio because you, know, you have a great voice for radio so that i you know kind of got big-headed and then i was like all right well maybe i'll you know get into it more but as i got in i started to realize you know that i felt i have a lot of you know authentic you know takes on thing, not just like hot takes, not ridiculous craziness, just to spark up attention, but actual authentic takes that you don't necessarily hear on TV or on the radio. There's no agenda with it. It's just legitimate um, real takes that I feel like, you know, me being a, a former athlete and me being um, just someone who loves sports has like, I feel like those takes have a very, very wide value. Um, large value in just like the sports talk world, whether it's radio, media, or podcast. And so, uh, I thought, you know, I just need to get out there and just do it as much as I can to, you know, build the kind of platform I can, and you know, set good examples and get messages out and that sort of thing. That's a great reason for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it, it really, yeah, yeah. It, we, oh yeah, our reason
0: was we need more traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I mean, Kate. Uh, do you agree my immediate first thought is man he has a great natural broadcasting voice I'm so way jealous. better than yours way <laughs> so better I work, I work so hard to come off this but uh, I, that is how off, you sound how did you know I know I know what I sound like <laughs> but you do I'm very jealous you have a very natural sounding broadcasting voice and that's awesome thank you so besides your voice, what should the listener expect to hear during
1: your podcast? <laughs> so my biggest thing is that um, when I first started, it was all about just building the base, setting kind of the foundation, the structure. Um, so moving forward, you hear a lot of basketball, you a lot of football. Um, baseball doesn't seem to be able to get their stuff together. So therefore, I don't feel like they are worthy of being talked about too much right now. <laughs> but honestly, anything sports related, um you know i don't mind talking about soccer and golf um and whatever uh there's a lot of special guests i got coming on um got so I'm, I'm in north carolina so locally uh some you know college guys like uh you know nc state's tj warren i know him personally oh, wow. uh and like john wall i've met personally Former
0: phoenix sun
1: exactly former phoenix sun um he played for the aau organization i played for so um and just getting guys you know david west from the Warriors and Hornets and um, Pacers, like just these big name guys, Devontae Graham's having a huge season in Charlotte. I know him personally. So like trying to get these guys out there to give kind of inside views on the things that we only get from social media and sports media that we can't get. You know, like when we say, we talk about trading players left and right, And to us, they just they're just we talk about them like they're tools, but these are actually real human beings who have to move their families and change their lives. And so getting their interpretations on things from every day to things like the CBA to, you know, things like playing with other stars, just all that kind of stuff. Different takes, like I said, things you don't really hear on TV or on the radio that much that you can get at the bottom line.
0: You know what, here we go. This is why we go longer than 10 minutes every time. I'm going to deviate right now.
1: Sure. Uh, I'm going to go right back to TJ
0: Warren. And Okay. I, <laughs> it's Kate's so like, mm. no, I, with, with TJ, I, I was really disappointed that, that the Suns traded him to, to Indiana. I, I think he is a great talent, and I think it's, it's really unfortunate that he's had the, the injury problems he's had. In his yeah. so I think he, he is a great talent and a great shooter.
1: He's been, it's so crazy because, you know, ever since, you know, back in the AAU days, um, he's always just been, he's been really quiet, really modest, really to himself, but he always had a knack that he could score. That was just like, he can put the ball in the basket, and then he went to state, and I'm a North Carolina fan, so he went to state and I wasn't very happy. And again, he was always quiet. He always, he reminded me a lot of Tracy McGrady and his facial demeanor. He doesn't really make too many, like he doesn't have too many emotions. You know, he's always kind of looks like he's half in it. Um, but he always score. And I thought that, you know, right now what Phoenix needs to me is a, a strong two-way um, small forward. Um, a
0: lot of things. <laughs> they, yes. But,
1: you know, Devin Booker, I think a nice piece. I think Aiton's a solid piece. Um, but like, T.J. Warren now, especially what he's doing in Indy, uh, him being the number two option, I don't mind it um, at all. And I think that he could have thrived. Him now growing up, not necessarily being so injured um, with in Phoenix, I think could have still been a great fit. I think that they kind of uh, jumped the gun on that a little too early. Yeah, I, think I think they, they jumped the gun. Definitely,
0: definitely gave up on him. I Absolutely. Mean, I don't remember what they even got for him. I think it was more just a salary dump, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly.
1: Mm-hmm. Same with Josh Jackson. I don't, I think that they kind of jumped the gun on that too. Like I think he, they got a. you know, NBA is a developmental league. Nobody's ready when they first, well, very few players are ready when they first come in. It takes three years. You know, think about a guy like, like Gordon Hayward. It took him six years before he finally popped and got a big contract. Um, so I just think that in the world we live in now, teams are very impatient and, you know, it kind of costs guys like, I mean, Victor Oladipo. People weren't very uh, patient with him, and it's – people are jumping around and they finally find their niche, and all of a sudden it's like, what is this, uh, Kyle Lowry? It took him even longer than seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think that, you know, Phoenix, if they're not seeing results immediately, they they, they kind of get impatient like the rest of the world does. Um, but, you know, I think that TJ would have been – like, I think now, this season or next season, like, TJ would have really, really popped and uh, could have helped them, you know, slide in that seven, eight seed in the West.
0: I uh, can only hope <laughs> I've been out here for four <laughs> years now. And I mean, I really wasn't a, a big NBA fan. So when I, I moved out here, I'm like, I have to closely follow one of the teams. And it kind of fell as the, the Suns as the de facto choice. And then I'm just like, I picked the absolute uh, worst. time <laughs> to start following? The
1: yeah. You hey, chose the Mavericks.
0: You, you're a real team. I'm still for the Looney Tunes. Oh. <laughs> And we do have a sequel coming out. Is that next summer? I don't oh. remember. I, I don't remember either. Uh speaking ah, there's... of not remembering, I forgot to set the timer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Whatever. We we may yeah. be breaking a record already. So um I don't even remember what uh, oh. oh. Go for it. What's a piece of advice you have for a rookie podcaster?
1: Um so I'm just going to give a piece of advice that I got, um, basically consistency. Um, if you treat your podcast like a hobby, it's never going to be any more than that. Um, I think that everyone needs to take the time and sit down and rather write it out or type it out. Your, your, who, what, when, why, um, for your podcast, you know, who are you trying to, um, who, who you trying to target? Uh, why are you making this podcast? You know, when do you want to put this podcast out um, and what do you want your content to be about? And I think that, you know, you have to know those answers and you have to be confident in those answers first. And then from there, it's just consistency. You know, you can't put out a podcast one in January and then one in June and then, you know, a couple (laughs) in July, like, you know, you have to be consistent. You have to show people who start to follow that you're serious about it. Um, You have to be on your stuff you know, do your work. You know, it's not as simple as just hopping on a mic and talking like most people think it is. You know, if you have things to say, do your research so that you don't sound stupid because there will be, you know, educated people in the fields you're talking about who might be listening. Um, so you don't want to, you know, damage your credibility, but just be consistent, have fun with it. And you know, the biggest thing is value quality. Um, here at the bottom line, it's, it's me. I'm the voice people kind of like, when they think of the bottom line, they think me, but you know, I have a a great sound guy and Aaron, shout out to Aaron, who, um, he sits right beside me every episode and he's got the headphones on and he's making sure the volume is right. The levels are right. Um, one compliment compliment that I get is that it always sounds very clear, uh, because we, you know, have certain softwares that we run to make it sound as professional as possible because I can have the best content in the world, but if it's hard to hear, if it's hard to listen to, people don't want to listen. Um, so, and just that commitment to consistency, that commitment to, um, you know, staying honest and truthful and just keeping it, you know, as, as high quality as you can are kind of the things that will help you grow moving forward. We, we both laughed
0: when you said consistency because we, we got into that for a while where we were releasing one episode a quarter. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, sometimes. And then, yeah, you know, we get into the pandemic and like we need to ramp this up and then we brought in the 10 minutes and now I think we're, what do we have? 13 weeks in a row with an episode now? I don't know. I'm counting days now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know, I haven't left my house. I don't know. <laughs> <So. Yeah. laughs> All right. So let's plug the show. Where can we find it? Where can
1: we find you on social media? So I use the uh, site I use to host it is buzzsprout. Um, The website is kind of hard to find. So basically on social media, if you're on Twitter, um, you can search the bottom pod. It's the bottom, T-H-E bottom, underscore, P-O-D. That's the podcast website. From there, if you look in the, you know, like in the little description, you'll find the Buzzsprout website where you click it. You can come up, you'll see all the episodes. Um, You also find my um, Twitter in there, which is the real Kev underscore zero. Um, So that's where you find it i'm on facebook it's just you know kevin calaire and um instagram is the real kev underscore zero as well um the bottom pod though is strictly on twitter i don't have like an instagram page for it i kind of i kind of use I, the bottom pod is a part of me in those other social medias twitter is kind of one of the bigger i think it's the biggest platform in my opinion as far as getting news and updates and uh things of that nature so i use the bottom pod on twitter Everything else kind of goes through me. So the bottom underscore pod um, on Twitter and then the real Kev underscore zero.
0: There we go. And, you know, for the for those two, um, we do also simulcast the show in the stadium scene TV and we make sure we link out to his podcast and social media. So you have a, a quick way to get in. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Media? yeah i almost uh stadium Stadium (laughs) team self-plug we're gonna
1: (laughs) (laughs) every um it's great because i try to i try to like i don't have the bottom pod doesn't have a huge following yet but i try to shout out stadium team every single time um just
0: we we appreciate it i mean you know coming up is you know we're still pretty small ourselves as an organization but i mean we we paired up with over a hundred podcasters, bloggers video producers and you know, it's just the, the mentality of, of, of all of us. It's like, you know, we're a school of fish. We all may be small, but as a large school of fish.
1: We can take on the shark.
0: We can take on the shark. That's right. That's exactly, exactly it.
1: Exactly. Um, I did forget to mention um, as far as like where else the podcast is broadcasted, like um, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher um D uh iHeartRadio, you know, just everywhere. If you if you're looking for you wherever you listen to podcasts, you can tie you can find the bottom line. So that's just another thing I forgot to say.
0: All right. Awesome. Kevin, thank you again for being on the show. Really enjoyed uh digging open those uh Phoenix Suns repressed scars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I'm, absolutely. Just
0: hoping it's just you know I uh just they're slow.
1: I believe you. Right. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, you know, they made the, um, they made the cut for the reboot in Orlando. That's
0: right. Uh, you know, they'll the be there. They'll be there for a couple weeks. they not for a couple
1: it. weeks. The, the uh, best
0: part when they, they announced that they were they're making it, but to, to make the playoffs, they basically have to like win out. Everybody else has to like lose out. Yeah. It, the the sun sent out a new, an email and the headline says, so you're telling me there's a chance. Nice, dumb and dumber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then like my grandmother, she used to live in Phoenix. So like, but that was back when like, you know, Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, when Sean Marion, like sons, sons, which is kind of the last time, like Dan Tony last time they were actually, um, you know, rather relevant um, at, in, the, in the championship hunt. So um, I kind of. 12 to- years
0: since the last yeah. playoff run or
1: something like that. It it's been, been a while. It's been a while, but they'll get there. It will. <laughs>
0: hey, you know what? If if I can live to see the Cubs win a World Series, I can live to see... Exactly. Fun, like exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Anything's possible.
0: Yeah. So, again, Kevin, thanks again for being on the show. Check out the Bottom Line podcast. And, of course, check us out at Stadium Scene on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Stadium underscore scene on Instagram. I'm not mentioning TikTok. We'll see you next time.
1: Thank you, everyone.